Hey guys, welcome back to Girlmates Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are talking about a show that I finally was able to get Jordan to watch. She wasn't anti-watching it, I don't think. No, I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Um, We're going to talk about The End of the Effing World. Um, Season 2 came out this last week on Netflix, so I'm excited to chat about that. Me too. And Jordan had the brilliant idea to talk about road trips because I would say like 90% of the end of the effing world takes place in a car and they're like on a road trip. Totally. Somewhere. And in both seasons. Yeah. So, and road trips are actually one of my favorite things and I, may I say one of my love languages. Totally. I feel like we bonded over like we were friends but then we also went on a lot of road trips yeah kind of early in our friendship yeah and i wouldn't say like a lot of people enjoy a road trip as much as we do okay so we're going to nominate three tv characters that we would like to take a road trip with uh i'll start us off please do for my number three i chose mindy lahiri i figured she would be she's on my list Well, my reasoning was the snacks. I think she would really bring the snacks. That's the first thing I wrote. She cares about snacks. She values snacks. Mm -hmm. She understands. And she loves fast food. Yes. So she's not above stopping at some quick fast food. No. Place for your road trip meal. five times. Yeah. She loves Taco Bell. She Mm -hmm. loves burritos. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. She's my number one on my list. Oh, sorry for stealing. No, it's fine. It's I'm honored. (laughs) Because clearly this would be a great road trip. Um, I also thought she's, like, way great at, like, fun hypothetical games to play in the car. She would love Mary Do Kill. Oh, yeah. And, like, Would You Rather. She would come up with amazing ones. That's true. We also have been known to play a game where you think of someone you know and you kind of play 20 questions about that person. And she would also be really fun at playing that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. We haven't played that for a while. No, we haven't. One time, Jordan and I took a road trip to Colorado. So it was like a 10-ish hour road trip, and we um, did karaoke the entire road trip, and it was strictly Taylor Swift karaoke. Mm -hmm. We brought a karaoke microphone, and we all just switched singing songs, and it was probably the funnest 10 hours of my life. It like, never got old. No. And we basically sang Taylor Swift's entire discography. Yes, we hit every single album. <laughs> and it was so fun, and I can't wait to do that again. Yeah. So if you need road trip ideas, I feel like that's a unique one. Yeah. Okay. Well, who is another person on your list? Okay, so my number three, I picked uh, John Early's character from Search Party. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, well, pile them all in. We're all go- taking the same car to our on our trip. We can rent a party bus. What number was he on He's yours? He's my number two. Okay, okay. well, I can't wait to hear your number one, because the three and two are some really fun people. He, It's funny because, like, they actually do take some, like, short road trips in Search Party. Yeah, that's true. And he is just, like, always wanting to derail what they're actually doing <laughs> by, like, he's like, oh, let's stop and get croissants or, like, do f- just, like, fun stuff mm-hmm. instead of what they're doing. And that sounds great well, to me. Well, probably because what they're doing is dubious. <laughs> <laughs> Good word. Thank you. 
Well, that is so funny. Yeah, I just feel like he would be, like, the funnest person to be stuck in a car ride with. Oh, 100%. So entertaining. Well, should I share my number one, then? Yeah, because all I've got left is my number two. (laughs) What if it's the same person? That'd be hilarious. Um, My number two is Seth Cohen from The O.C. Uh, No, he's my number one. Sorry. I got confused. He's my number one. Well, we've been doing it in the most random order, so understandable. Um... A, because then we could fall in love. B, because we have the same music taste, slash maybe he has better music taste, and that is probably my number one thing on a road trip. It's extremely important. I'd rather have good music than snacks. Well, I feel like I actually don't, I will bring a lot of snacks and I don't usually eat them that much. Yeah, because they usually make me feel a little ill. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, imagine being on a road trip with horrible music. Yeah, I've been on road trips with friends before who don't value music the same way that I do, and they would, like, keep turning it down to, like, start a conversation in the middle of, like, the peak of a song, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, we can pause the song and talk, but, like, road trips are strictly for jamming out. Well, and when you have hours and hours and hours, like, enjoy the song, mm-hmm. and then save one of the other hours for a long conversation. Yes. Okay, my last slot is Issa on Insecure. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, because she loves planning fun outings, um, like the Coachella episode, mm-hmm. even though it all fell apart. <laughs> but, like, she's just really, really up for a good time, too. She Maybe also just has don't great let taste. her plan. Yeah. She's, like, up for whatever. Yes. But, yeah, let someone else plan it. Yeah. And um, she has great taste in music, too. True. And... Maybe she could, like, write raps for us. Also true. So. I like it. In the rearview mirror. Yeah. Wow. Fun. Now I want to go. Me too. Let's, we can all fit in, like, a minivan. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, TV news. I have one that I'm going to let you take. I'm assuming you're going to talk about it. Well, you know what? Just go for it because I'm still loading <laughs> Well, I can talk about a different one. Okay. Um, today it was announced that you, season two, will be back on December 26th on Netflix. Yeah, day after Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) Don't talk to sociopaths. Wait, which is the one you think I'm excited about? Taika, his new FX show. I don't even know about (gasps) it. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess I'll share it for you. Drop the bomb. So, um, Taika is going to be right, right, do you know about it? Yeah. I was going to say, I thought you did. I would assume that I think you I did. forgot to bookmark it. Um, he's set to write, direct, and executive produce Reservation Dogs, and, um, it's going to be set in Oklahoma and centered primarily with Native American people. Yeah, which is, like, a special passion project for him. Yeah. He said, getting to create a story told through native lenses, a native lens with my old friend, um, Sterling Harrow, I think is his name. (laughs) So, anyway, I'll also tackle on with that. Um, It's going to be created on FX, and it was announced this week that um, FX is going to live on Hulu. 
Yeah, which I'm very intrigued by. I'm just very excited about it because FX is so hard to reach. They have, like, the worst streaming app in the Yeah, game. and, like, everything disappears and is only there for a short time and never in the time that you would think. So yeah. I'm very excited about it. Especially now that that show is happening. Yeah, uh, let me defend myself and say I forgot it was FX. I thought it was, like, a movie. Oh, so that That's is why, why I'm was not prepared. I mean, you don't have to defend yourself to me. I feel like I have to defend myself to Taika himself. <laughs> if you're listening, Jordan didn't forget about you. It wasn't my fault. It was my brain's fault. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I think that'll be great. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit only furthered my confidence in him. As if it could be furthered, you know? Yeah, seriously. Um, one thing that they announced this week is that Darcy Carden and Abby Jacobson are going to star in Amazon's show based on A League of Their Own. Oh, which, interesting. Like, I know. It's very, very interesting. I haven't heard about that. They're a very interesting pair, even though actually that's crazy because Darcy Carden, it was like on Broad City with yeah. Abby. Um... So, yeah, I love A League of Their Own. I'm very intrigued to see how it will work as a show. Yeah, me too. Especially because it's clearly going to be really funny. Yeah, I mean, it has to. Oh, there's going to be a revenge re- reboot. I did on not ABC. hear about this. <laughs> like on ABC, like not even streaming somewhere. <laughs> ABC television. What in the world? And they're going to have a Latinx lead, which is interesting. And. I mean, I loved Revenge, actually. I was, like, a really big fan. I was obsessed with the first season. And then it wasn't even that I didn't like it as much. I just fell off of it. Like, classic network television. Totally. That's interesting to reboot it and not be, like, kind of, like, Ocean's 8 kind of thing. Yeah. But I'll give that a try. Yeah. Yeah, that show was good. Yeah. I love, like, corporate intrigue. And I love that... um, he and Emily Van Camp actually got married. And yeah, still together. Yeah. Also that he is, like, English and has an accent. Yeah. And is Miley's ex. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Fun. Fun revenge facts. Ex- extremely fun. Revenge trivia is now our specialty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, that is all the news I had. Me too. Okay. On to the end of the effing world. Do you want to give a synopsis? Yeah. It's fresh on your mind since you just watched the first season. Very fresh. Um, and the first and second seasons were very different yeah, in they plot. Were. Um, so a recap of the first season. Um, there's two teenagers, a boy and a girl. They live in England. And they're both it's like split narration. Mm-hmm. So you can see or hear what's going on in both of their heads. Mm-hmm. And the boy is convinced he's a psychopath and he, like, really wants to kill someone. <laughs> and um, the girl is, like, very much an outsider at school and at home. And, like, just because she's, like, bored with life, she decides that she wants to date start dating this weird kid. Mm-hmm. And then... After things happen with her stepdad, she decides she wants to run away and she gets him to go with her. And it's basically, and he's like going along with it because like he's planning on killing her. And then 
just like kind of crazy things keep happen- happening to them on this basically like a road trip. And then the second season, you actually can't say much without spoiling it. No. But it's kind of about one of them dealing with, like, the repercussions of what happened in season one. Mm -hmm. It is hard because I don't want to spoil season one or two. Because I I do want people to go back and watch it if they didn't the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's definitely, it's a show where I think I know where it's going to go and then it totally goes in a step in a different direction totally i think one of the reasons why i didn't start watching it back when it first came out mm-hmm. was i think i just was like another show about like a psychopath because mm-hmm. it's i was like this show to me it from the promo that i saw it was like writing the kind of a trendy wave of like examining murderers and that thought process and i was kind of like what else is there really to tell like we know the signs of a psychopath and stuff. And so I was just never that intrigued by it. And so I was really happy once I finally watched it that it um, really went in a lot of interesting directions. Yes. Well, I... Something I... Because I watched the first season when it first came out, like, over a year ago. Yeah, it was a... a, Yeah. And so it's been a while since I had watched it, and... Luckily, season two started with a recap, which I was appreciative of, and um, I had forgotten how much I love the inner monologue narration. I really, really, really liked it, and there were a lot of things that were said in season two that I thought were really kind of powerful, and, like, it kind of deals with, like, depression and in kind of a different way than I feel like I've seen shown on TV. I would totally agree with that. I think that... It could easily go be like be really cliche, mm-hmm. and I don't think it did. Like I, especially the second season, I felt like by the end, I was like really affected by it. I was like pretty emotional in the season two finale mm-hmm. in like a really cathartic way that didn't feel like emotionally manipulative. Totally, it just felt really real and relatable, and it was. I was really impressed. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I completely agree. Like, I don't even have that many notes that I took because I was just, like, kind of taking it in. Yeah. I know. I didn't take any notes either. Um, Another thing about first season and second season is that they both have a lot of really good music. Mm -hmm. Music is, like, something they lean on heavily in a really good way. Totally. And again, I feel like the promo misled me, which I'm kind of glad that it did. Like, when it, for the first season, because mm-hmm. it made me think, I was like, oh, like, it's more, like, kind of, like, a trendy, cliche soundtrack. And, like, how it looked and how the characters were interacting. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, it was completely opposite of what I expected. Like, Good. it's a lot of oldies songs in the yeah. soundtrack that I loved. Mm-hmm. Like, it just wor- all worked so well. Mm-hmm. Also, only eight episodes per season, and they're... Like, literally less than 30 minutes. Yeah, they're all, like, 20 minutes, like, like just a regular sitcom. Yeah. So it's, it's like, so good. very, very, very quick and easy to watch. Yeah, it reminded me of how fast I burned through Fleabag. Because mm-hmm. that, I was like, oh, this was one night and I just, like, watched this entire season. Mm-hmm. And in the blink of an eye, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's also, speaking of Fleabag, it's that same, like, dark English humor, which 
I think we all love a lot. It's very dark humor. Yeah, and I appreciated that it was like, it wasn't even trying to be that funny. No. It just, it felt very natural. Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily trying to just shock you, which I think sometimes shows do. They're like, oh, we're a dark comedy. Like, you can't even handle this darkness. But it wasn't really trying to be that way at all. No. It just ended up being different than all my first impressions had been. Mm-hmm. Which I was really pleasantly surprised by. And I don't think we've mentioned that the two main leads are um, Alex Lawther, who is in Black Mirror. Yeah, he's in one of my favorite Black Mirror episodes, mm-hmm. uh, Shut Up and Dance. Yes. Which is, like, really, really good acting in that one episode. And he's also really good in this. Especially, well, Nothing. Um, And the girl is uh, played by Jessica Barden, and she is really, really, really good. Yeah, I love love them both. I'm trying to remember, have I seen anything else that she's been in? I saw a lot of trailers for that new romantic movie. Yeah, and I never ended up seeing it. I didn't either. It might... I remember seeing it, like, on Netflix, but I don't remember if it's still there or not. I don't know either. Because I haven't seen it for a while. I do know that she is the lead in Kelly Oxford's new movie that she made. That's Ooh. kind of based off of her life um, that I'm very excited about. Cool. Oh, she's also in The Lobster, which I have never seen, but maybe other people have and yeah. connect her with that. I've never seen that either. Okay, well, the show is kind of hard to talk about without spoilers, so tune out now if you yeah. don't want spoilers if you have not watched and if you haven't started the show uh stop now and if you're intrigued at all go Spend watch like it eight hours watching it and then four come hours back. yeah you well, can watch the whole thing season two um because now we want to talk more about season two yes uh, what do we want to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I um was really, really, really impressed with um James. His performance, like comparing where, how he is in season one to season two, mm-hmm. was so good. Really, I thought so. Yeah, he like because he's really good at playing this part where most of his dialogue is just in his head. Yeah, and then in season two, like when he's actually trying to access emotions. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like watching a different person. Mm-hmm. And he's a really convincing crier. He's a very convincing crier. And he he's very good at showing emotions on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ugh. It's just, it's like, I just can't ever imagine being an actor and, like, needing to be so vulnerable. No. And, like, having that kind of control over your body. Yeah. Like, your face and stuff. I just can't imagine. Um... One other thing, and this applies to both seasons, but I was really thinking about it in season two when they're, like, like hanging, like, back in the same room and talking to each other again. Mm-hmm. How, like, so um, Jessica Barden's character is Alyssa, and she's, like, being so annoying in the way that I'm, like, I am that annoying sometimes. Like, if I'm just being a huge brat and I can't help it, like, to my family, I was, like, mm-hmm. this is so real. Of just, like, you can't do, you, like, just can't help but just be so rude. Like, you know that you're being rude, but you, like, can't fix it. You, like, you can't stop yourself. It's like you're watching yourself do it. And mm-hmm. you're just like, wow, I'm yeah. awful. I'm the worst. Totally. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of other things. Well, it's like I don't want to necessarily spoil spoil. I know. Neither do I. It's more like this is this section we want to like if you're on the fence, if you watch season one before and you haven't watched season two yet, we want to convince you to watch season two. <laughs> I um another thing is that there's a new character in season two and I hadn't really seen her in anything. Bonnie. Yeah, me neither. But I know that she's in the new Star Wars. Oh. And it's funny because like in all the promo for that, she's like dressed awesome and is like this new like badass girl character oh that's really funny and in this she's like this really really creepy crazy person yeah and she's like i guess we're in the spoilery part where we could say that she was like the one that was like in a relationship with that teacher who they killed in season one and so she kind of has revenge on them yeah because like she knows exactly who they are yeah and she is very creepy. Plus, it was really interesting because it's, like, they contrast James, who, like, thinks and kind of wants to be a psychopath, mm-hmm. and then she's actually, actually a, psychopath. a psychopath. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I guess I don't really have that much else to say. I just, like, I just really, really, really liked it. Yeah, and I'm just really, really, really happy that you liked it. Yeah. And I was just worried that season two would not live up to season one, but I thought it was actually better. Yeah, I think I definitely connected with it emotionally a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was like a natural progression for the characters. Yeah. And I like that this show is like very honest, but also hopeful. Yes. Um, Another thing I like, I literally thought it was about like kind of some kind of apocalypse <laughs> before I watched it. <laughs> So it, it's not. <laughs> no, it's, it's just like more like, of like a metaphorical apocalypse. Yeah, like as a teenager in love, feeling like everything's the end of the world. Totally. And I also did like that it wasn't that lovey-dovey. Yeah. Like, I, I think especially this season, I liked how like James and Alyssa had to go on very individual journeys. Yeah. And realize like even if they do love each other, it's like... They have to confront things in themselves. Totally. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. So. Lived up to your recommendation. Good. I'm so glad. Okay. Well, boyfriend of the week? Yeah. Crush of the week? Okay. My crush of the week, because one of the only notes I took during the show was, that's the hot guy from Mamma Mia 2. (laughs) Oh, that cute blondie, yeah. and I was like, he is cute. He's like the cutest blonde guy I've seen. <laughs> and I looked him up, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is who the guy like of all the three potential baby daddies in Mamma Mia too. Mm-hmm. He was by far the cutest totally. to me. And so yeah, I thought he was really cute in this. And I the, my <laughs> my only notes are the hot guy from Mamma Mia too. And then the next one is, oh, he is very hot. <laughs> so he really earned that for me this week. Yeah, that's true. I and, liked him. Yeah, and I feel like it was kind of like a quick, thankless role, maybe, yeah. in this season. But when he was in it, like, I genuinely felt for him and, like, knew he was a nice guy. Yeah. And so I feel like, even though he wasn't, I wouldn't call it, like, a deep character, I feel like there was more depth there than maybe normal, like, kind of, he was kind of playing the role of, like, almost a jock boyfriend mm-hmm. on the side well and we didn't get to see him very much but i think that 
the little that we did, we were able to see that there was, like, more depth to him than what they were showing. Totally. I think they did a good job with that. Yeah. So, I liked the character, and I thought he was really, really, really cute. So, he's my, my boyfriend this week. Perfect. I love it. Um, I am going crush route because I'm going to choose Rebecca Rittenhouse because I just finished (laughs) a million months later. I finished Four Weddings and a Funeral. I kind of randomly picked it back up when I couldn't sleep like two weeks ago and I finished it last night and I actually genuinely loved the ending and like after episode, like, four, I re- was really into it. Yeah, it's, it's like, kind of a phenomenon because it's, like, if you're willing to stick with it, mm-hmm. which, like, I'm still kind of surprised that I was because yeah. I was just kind of, like, meh and bored the mm-hmm. first few. And then I was, like, wait, 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 wait. Now I really care what happens to these characters. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you went back and tried and, like, gave it another shot, you know? Me too. Um, I felt like Rebecca Rittenhouse really kind of was the star of the show. Oh, Yeah. Um, I think she kind of held it all together and her outfits were just like uh, amazing. And also her makeup was amazing. And also her hair. Everything. Like, it's like everything about her was perfect. Like how is she not being cast in everything right now? I don't know. Because like a lot of characters in like a rom com situation, if they're that pretty, they're mm-hmm. like maybe not as good at acting. Yeah. But she was like clearly the... Number one. That was, like, a really rude thing to say about, like, pretty people. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She rules in it. And she also has some of the most emotional work to do in it. Yeah, she does. Because, like, when they have, like, friend betrayal moments, it's really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Well, I genuinely really liked it, and I'm glad I went back and watched it. So I guess we could say this is a... Show of giving things a shot, even though you don't know if you necessarily will like them. And it worked out in both of our favors. Yeah. Well, enjoy the end of the effing world. Let us know if you watched it and love it as much as we did. Yeah. And when you want to go on a road trip with us. Yeah. And. But first tell us, you'll have to submit your end of your Spotify playlists. (laughs) And then we'll judge accordingly. Exactly. And your top five Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> and you can only come in the in the van if we approve. Yeah. And if you like Taco Bell. <laughs> Actually, we'll, we'll maybe. an actual application. We are kind of strict. And people wonder why we're still single. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye.